Yo, what's up, guys? It's Gotham here at the Game 6 Clay Pod, joined by my boys, Matt, Charlie. How's it going, brothers? It's been a minute um, since we uh, since we did a little pod, but, you know, a lot of stuff's been happening with the Warriors recently. Uh, we're going to get we've got a lot to talk about today, but um, um, to kind of get us start off, yesterday, great game against the Thunder. Um, we had a classic, classic Steph, um, you know, just one of those games where you're just like, yo, this, this dude is unreal. I can't believe what I'm watching. Um, just what were your reaction to, you know, seeing Steph last night, the Warriors, um, you know, pulling off that huge win? He was just having fun out there, man. Like, that's just what you could see. It was just – they were even just joking in the third quarter down the stretch of, oh, you know, like, give him the chances to go and tie, try and tie Clay's record. And it's crazy because he could, he could do it, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, like, man, just seeing him being able to toy with a team like that and really build up that confidence, I mean, he – absolutely detonated against Oklahoma City these last couple games and obviously it's huge to get him a quarter of rest but just seeing the confidence that builds in the team like everyone just had so much more energy out on the floor when it was coming from Steph like that like it really just comes top down from him what do you think Matt yeah I agree man and I thought it was it's just cool how there there are certain athletes and Steph's one of like four or five I can think of who just when they want to do something they can kind of just do it and tonight he wanted to he wanted to make sure Beal did not pass him up in that race. He made sure of it in that first quarter, obviously. Uh, and it's just cool to see those athletes who are just you watch them on the court and they you could have anybody sit down and watch the game and they would know right away this guy is one of the best people at this game on the planet. It's pretty cool that uh, Steph is doing that right now. And some of the shots he was hitting, yeah, I mean, um, the Thunder are young and inexperienced and all that, but some of those shots like. It didn't matter who three guys. It didn't matter who was there. Um, having fun is the best way to describe it. And also, you're spot on with the energy transfer as well. Just like Jordan Poole, I mean, jokes aside for him taking that last shot, um, I kind of saw it in him the most. The whole team, but he especially just looked like – looked bouncy, looked springy, looked engaged. Draymond looked the same way. Um, and we're just seeing history, man. We're seeing one of the greats do it. And I think uh, – I, I don't think anybody in the league, except maybe Jokic, is playing at a higher level than Steph right now. It's pretty pretty awesome to watch. Yeah, man. I mean, feel stuff too. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Him, him, him. Specifically saying after the game that like he's like, yeah, I knew about it. Like, (laughs) yeah, that that shit was (laughs) so cool, bro. It was like, yo, he, you know, that was just so. I was, I after saw that, I was like, dude, this is. He might look like, like I forget who said it, but it was like, bro, it was a. He, his nickname might be the big face assassin, but dude's a stone cold killer. I think it was Kobe that said it. Um, but um just the way like like you said Matt just the shots he was taking and making just insane like just the difficulty um and just how confident we are that you know as great as Steph has been and um, this is kind of becoming like a run-of-the-mill kind of performance We're not like saying not to discredit him or anything but that's how great he's been no, over this so last true. month 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 and a half and like you know dropping 49 and three quarters you feel like you see something like this every game and you're like dude I'm just waiting for the next you know, 50, 60, 70 point game. Who knows what this guy can do? So um, it's, it's crazy. Like you said, man, just we're watching history every night and, um, you know, picking up, picking up steam right where we need it. So um, it's, it's amazing to watch. It's the same man. The guy just on the note of 60, 70 points. Um, he could have done do it, man. I think he could have done it. If you if let him just chase. Half the fourth quarter last night, I think he gets to 60. I think there's almost no oh, doubt. Oh, easily. I mean, the easily. only thing keeping him from 50 was Jordan Poole um, taking that. Yeah, I mean. last <laughs> three. Exactly, yeah. And, dude, like, and he had two 20-point quarters. Shit, if he had another one, 
a little extra in there, you know, a little seventy point piece. No, I mean, it's, it's insane what he's doing right now. I, like, I think he's the most like just skillful and just like the the impact that his shot, like his scoring has. I think he's got he's he's really opening up a discussion to being one of the greatest scorers of all time. It's it's insane. Gotham, that is the weakest stance I've ever heard from somebody who says Steph is the best player in the world every single day. <laughs> I mean, I, trying, I, I was trying, I was trying to get that debate started right here, but you know, I, my, you know, my personal feelings. I think he is the. I probably, I, I, I have to think about it, actually list and come up with it, but I can't, I can't think of more than maybe two or three guys right now. So I do totally agree. Actually, I think right now, like I said, I don't think anybody. You can argue Jokic. I think and the Nuggets are rolling, but he is. And people look past the efficiency aspect. And Beal is obviously not much bigger than Steph. But Steph is his splits are ridiculous. His true shooting splits yeah, it's, are ridiculous. They look like the, the like, efficiency is the biggest thing. Like, it's, uh, it's just insane. It's it's like I don't think we've ever we haven't had a player like this at six three. Hell no. Towards how he does. One, uh, I thought it was crazy too on the efficiency where it just really jumps out the page. I think he's up to like fifty five percent on twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fifty seven. Um, only other guy with 2,000 minutes to get as many points per shot attempt as Steph is Rudy Gobert. And obviously all those shot attempts are, you know, three feet or less. Like, no disrespect to the guy, but, like, that's his game. And most of Steph's are, you know, closer to 30 feet. I mean, it's just – he's not he's not playing the same game that everyone else is right now. It's, it's, there's levels to it, man. Bueller had 50 in overtime. Steph had 49 in 27 minutes. Like, it's – it's insane what this dude – and just the killer instinct to, like, come out after the game and be like, yeah, I, I saw exactly what, you know, Bradley Beal did tonight and uh, just I come mean, out the, and do that. It's the worst news insane. for Beal is that Steph wants the title, man. If Steph wants yeah, it – Yeah, oh, he's, he's chasing it. He's I, – I have no doubt he's going to win. Like we watched, the, we watched Steph go for 19 in that first quarter for the Wilt record. We watched him go for 24 in the first, 27 in the first other night for the – Yeah, if he wants He wants that thing bad, man. I think he's – I think he's – especially, like, um, just that whole post-game interview <laughs> last night, too. My bad. Um, with, um, you know, just talking about the Lakers and the Warriors, you know, he, he know he's, he's ready for it, man. He knows that, you know, there's a big opportunity for not just, like, the Warriors, but himself. Like, you know, he's, um, like, cementing. This year, everybody came in down Steph. Like, you know, I don't know if he's going to get exposed, blah, 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 whatever. If not, playing with Clay, no KD. Um, and to come out with a scoring title and, you know, shit, if you can, uh, you know, end up playing the Lakers, knock out LeBron. Going into the going into the postseason, I mean, I think it shuts up a lot of doubters. It's a it's a huge um, legacy kind of two three weeks building up for Steph right now, which is insane. And he's he's embracing the challenge, so it's great to watch. I think too going into last night, like we've seen this team just be so run down in terms of the bodies available, and not only to get Steph that necessary rest, but to just be able to come out and you know punch a team in the mouth the way he did last night. I mean, just really put them on their back heels in the first quarter and be able to get some guys some rest. You know, like we had extended Nico minutes, like Smile Geach was playing for a while. You know, like everyone got to get some rest in there. Mm-hmm. And I think we've seen this team just when all these bodies are gone, you know, like Damian Lee, I mean, I hope he can come back and, you know, at least just, you know, have a lo- normal life, let alone yeah. play basketball. Cause you know, Sounds like he's going a lot, man. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we all hope he gets okay. But, you know, right now they got like, eight guys playing on the court with like six mm-hmm. roster spots that are kind of going nowhere. So the way, you know, you have to be able to take those little breaks when you can get them. And Steph definitely was able to push for that last night. Yeah, it was huge. It was a huge night. Um, 
I also just want to note, I think he's probably the only unanimous first NBA player besides Jokic this year. I don't think there's any other any other oh, yeah. guys who uh, are definitely on that first team. The fact that he's – I mean, we said it all year, but what he's doing with and who he's doing it with is just totally unprecedented. Um, his roster I – mean, we've all seen the spacing stats for the Warriors. We've seen the on-off numbers for Steph and what they look like, his net rating and all that stuff. Uh, it's just – I can't get enough of it. I don't think anybody can. He's the most entertaining player in the league right now, uh, maybe ever. Um, and if you are Utah or Phoenix or the Lakers or the Blazers, you don't want to see not want to see Steph Curry and Draymond Green, who also we have not hit on yet. He looks last night. I mean, it was obviously a mostly garbage time game. Um, he looked aggressive. Like he was scoring the basketball, and his defense has been there all year. I think he's going to be a first team all all uh, defense player this year. Um, you don't want to put those guys, man. They look as good as ever. They really do. Draymond kind of showed it too. Like, you know, people always sort of forget when they think like it's going to translate. Like, oh, he's scoring six points a game right now. So, what are you going to do when the playoffs come around? It's like, well, he's Draymond Green. He's not an idiot. Like, he knows it's the playoffs. He knows he has to step mm-hmm. it up. And you see it in a game like this, where you know, no offense to the Thunder, but with all the injuries they have, like, he could more or less cut loose a little bit and try some stuff and. Yeah, you know, injuries, whether or not they may be actually hurt. <laughs> no reason to feel that bad about it. And, you know, like if Draymond's able to come out like that in playoff type games, it'll really take some teams off guard. And the good coaches are prepared for it. You know, like we've seen it with the Lakers, like they were hiding things that they didn't want to do until the playoffs came. And then they took the playoffs by storm. And, you know, Steve Kerr's familiar Steve with Kerr's that. Steve Kerr's picking a man. That's what he uh, – yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like people are, you know, once pick and rolls just start flying in the playoffs, like <laughs> I don't think people will be complaining. No. Uh, I think we kind of hit on Steph. I think before we talk about playoffs, we should talk about what that roster is going to look like a little bit. And there's been some changes, obviously, JCA signing a contract or about to sign a contract in the Warriors. Apparently, uh, bringing back Jordan Bell. What are our thoughts on this, guys? On both of these moves, I mean. I thought it was cool. Uh I mean, obviously, you know, we've been pounding the table for a JTA contract mm-hmm. for like forever <laughs> and it's glad to get him in it. Um, you know, hopefully this keeps him in the fold for a while. I think there's still some non-guarantees in there, but, you know, having him on board is obviously the key and having him feel like he's taken care of. And I mean, the guy's just been a killer recently. Like when things are shorthanded, like his, his skill set is just so valuable for this team right now. And Having Jordan Bell in too, I think the Wizards were interested in getting him, but, you know, we've seen him be not all he was cracked up to be. I think, you know, he got a little overhyped because of like the insane athleticism and just sort of the things he can do on the court that few guys can, but the Warriors clearly value guys who know the system and Jordan Bell knows the system. And to bring a guy in here who has like two years of experience under Steve Kerr's belt is obviously huge down the stretch. Like there's no room for growing pains anymore. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, uh, I I totally agree with JTA, man. He just I hope he's a warrior till uh, till he's thirty five. He's twenty eight right now, man. I hope he's on the team the rest of the time. He's a winning basketball player in every sense, dude. He's hitting his shots. He makes the biggest plays on defense. He guards uh, every position. Um, the guy deserves it. I think all our hats go off to him. Um, it was kind of long overdue. I'm glad he's getting paid though. We don't know what the deal looks like yet. I don't think, but. Um, very well deserved. And he really does just embody like what this team I think really wants to be this year, which is a gritty team, a team that like they, they're very defensive minded, obviously uh, they 
pride themselves in just working their asses off. And he is like the, the, the warrior embodiment of that. So it's fucking awesome to see him on the team. Um, and I hope he's there for a while. Um, he does. I think, I think Kurt tossed out some Livingston, like he could all comps the other day. I don't know that I see um, Livingston a whole lot, but I definitely see the, the Andre stuff. I mean, he's actually thrown some pretty beautiful passes to cutters over the last couple of games, man. He's found guys and it just like, you can't help but kind of shake your head like, okay, this guy, like, he's legit. He's legit. He's a guy who, if Draymond's out for a game, I feel okay tossing him in there. If he's your eighth guy, you're doing really well as a as a team, it feels like right now. So that's awesome. Um, with Looney, Charlie, I think you hit it, man. Uh, I think we've seen this year what this team looks like with players that don't understand how Steve Kerr wants to play, and I think there's no more room for that, especially going into the postseason. So having just a, you know, a vertical spacer – like Jordan Bell, who knows what's going on um, with Kerr. It's just, it's, it makes total sense they're doing it. I think it'll pay its dividends. I think you will see him get, he's not going to play 20 minutes a game, obviously, but he might get 10, 12 minutes and uh, he knows what's going on out there. So I think it's a decent pickup. Yeah, yeah I mean, you guys kind of hit it with the. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, just the bodies, you know, obviously are incredibly important. Like, just, we've seen that anything can happen these next few games and even five games, I'm still shaking my head like, Oh God, like, you know, please for the love of God, everyone be healthy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, great point. I mean, especially after like, you know, seeing just the stuff that's gone down. So just having, just having guys on the team, just not running an eight man roster, you know, rotation every night. Uh, but you guys got to hit it with the JTA thing, man. I, I think the dude is just a straight hooper. Like um, just the guy who you want on your basketball team. Now you said it. I mean, I think, just having that guy, uh, you never, you never feel uncomfortable. Um, I think he's just a smart basketball player, um, and just the chip on his shoulder that he plays with, you just can't help but just root for the guy, and you're just happy to see him. And I think with Jordan Bell too, man. I think that um, it's interesting to see, um, you know, go with Jordan Bell personally. But um, I think that, like you said, I think he, he's been in the system. He's he's been on championship teams. You know, he's playing with Steph and Draymond. Um, hopefully, you know, he's developed a little bit since we last um, had him on the team. But, I mean, I think he'll, I think he'll be good when he, uh, when he plays a high-energy guy um, and kind of go up there and get some boards, um, play some nice defense. So, uh, yeah, great, great pickups, I think. So, we got the we got the uh, play-in in a week, a week from Tuesday, I think today is the, 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 it's May 18th. Uh, the Warriors are kind of in a one of, like, five or six playoff races in the West right now, uh, and that's with the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the next four or five games seem like they'll come down to the wire. The Warriors have the Jazz, the Suns, the Pelicans, and the Grizzlies, I think, the rest of the week, and that kind of covers it. Uh, what do you guys kind of think you're going to be seeing this week, and uh, how, are, how are our Dubs going to fare in their last four games? Uh, I think I saw something about uh, Mitchell and uh, someone else is out for the Jazz tomorrow. Conley. So, Conley. So, I mean, another opportunity to, you know, pick up a big win. Um, you know, the Jazz is still a pretty good team um, without those two guys. Granted, it's going to be um, a lot more focused on Gobert. I think Draymond's going to have a great game. I think um, I think the Warriors should be able to pull out that one. That Suns game is going to be fun, man. I always love a good Steph CP3 battle. Um, you know, two of the best point guards in the league um, right now. And, um, you know, the Suns have been one of my favorite teams personally to watch, just kind of how they've, you know, developed and just kind of meshing together. It kind of reminds me of that 2014-15 team. Um, you know, they got a chance to, you know, really do something. So um, those two games, I think, I think if we split those, um, one-on-one, hopefully, uh, two-on-one would be great, but I just don't see us winning both of those, especially, I think the Suns game is a back-to-back as well. So, um, you know, hopefully if we can pull out one of those and then, you know, the last, was it Pelicans and Grizzlies? Um, I think that you have to win those two games, especially that Grizzlies game. I mean, 
it's kind of crazy how that all works out. Um, I think, you know, that AC is going to get decided on that last AC. What was it, Thursday or Sunday? Next, next Sunday? Sunday? Yeah. Next Sunday, yeah. So, I mean, um, big, big week coming up, man. And uh, like I said earlier, like, I think it's uh, – it's like we've already been kind of in this playoff mode, um, activated or whatever you want to have, whatever LeBron says. So, um, you know, I think we've been we've been starting to play about good basketball at the right time. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a chance to close out the season strong. Um, yeah, I think 3-1, that's going to be my hope. Do you guys see tomorrow against the Jazz, considering Mitchell and Conley are out, is that as – I don't want to say must-win game, but is that as big of a game as the Warriors have had this season? It kind of feels like a lot of the games they had earlier on where we've, we've played a lot of teams with guys hurt this year. Games that were very winnable, and those are games the Warriors have blown kind of time and time again. And mm-hmm. I think tomorrow, for me, kind of looks like a big measuring stick for them. Like, it feels like if there's some of this growth we've seen the last two weeks is real. Um, tomorrow, to me, seems like a game that's actually going to kind of tell us where the Warriors are at. Because if you're beating a good team, you're supposed to beat, though, without their stars. Uh, that tells me this team's kind of on the right the right path right now. Charlie, what do you think? I mean, I think the one thing I would say is the Jazz, as much as, you know, I'm not going to argue that they're the same team, obviously having your two all-star level point guards out is going to hurt, but they did just beat the Nuggets without both those guys. They've been taking care of business. They just wrapped up a 5-0 homestand. So there's still no, there's nothing to be like, taken lightly. Like prime, uh, like prime Larry right now, so. Yeah, Bogey almost dropped a 50 bomb on the Nuggets. I mean, this team is just so deep and insane. But I think, you know, with with that lack of guards out there, like the Warriors bring a different element. And obviously, you know, like they don't really have like a, a guy who can guard Steph right now. But having this sort of slow team that they've been putting out there, I think can open up a lot of opportunities for him. So I don't, I don't really look at it as a must win in the same sense of like Oklahoma City like those games you have to win because they are literally trying to lose those games, you know, (laughs) like the jazz are clearly, you know, like whatever, we're going to get a top two seed. We can sort of coast here to the finish and try to get all our guys healthy. And they're still going to be trying to win that game. Like they got seeding to battle for with Phoenix. And I think, you know, obviously a split out of that back-to-back would be great, but they're still tough. Like you're, they're still, you know, like they can't come out and think and be thinking that this is some any other team that's down. Yeah, that's kind of I mean, what I, uh, like this team. They, I, I want to see them approach it like a like a playoff game. That was all I'm saying. I mean, uh, this team does. They they have kind of varied with their competition a bit, and this is a game. It feel it's not quite a trap game, but it feels like a game the Warriors. I could see them coming out a little slow a couple months ago, and I'm hoping they've kind of uh, come out of that. Is more so what I'm going with the Gotham. What were you saying? No, I was just saying. I think I think it's it's not a must win game, but it's damn near a must win game um, because I feel like you know playing a good Suns team on a back to back. Um, and then you just got uh, the Pelicans going into that last Grizzlies game. You'd want to get, you know, at least two wins going into that final game. And I think just the momentum that we've been building, I, like you, I think I forget what, which one of you guys said it, but um, just to see if this has been real. Like we've seen, at least it feels like we've seen this team, you know, you know, turn a corner and really get ready for this postseason push. Um, we dropped that game against the Mavs. The Wizards um, lost a little earlier too. So um, we've seen them kind of come short time and time and again. Um, in games that you feel like are pretty big, you know, just not must win, but damn near must win to like kind of really set yourself up going forward. Um, so I think that if we can come out tomorrow night and, you know, Charlie, you said, man, like the Jazz is still a good team. Like I, I don't think anybody's taking them lightly, even without whoever is out. Um, you still got Gobert, Bogdanovich, you know, you got guys who can still 
We've been winning, helping them win games a lot. So um, you have to come out with the intensity. I think it's it's a good measuring stick for the Warriors. But because um, you can pull out a dub tomorrow, and then you have that Suns game that you know, obviously, hopefully, get a win as well. But um, you still have that little bit of breathing room going down the stretch. So um, it, it's it's as close to a must-win game as as we've had all season. So you got to come out tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. One of those few times, though, I just want to say, Charlie, real quick, just the, the Warriors have a chance. If they win tomorrow, there's a world where they finish with, you know, uh, 38 wins. I think they're at 35 mm-hmm. right now, right? That's a, I know that sounds like, oh, 38 wins. That's, that's three games above 500. I guess it'll be by the end of the season or two games. Um, this is a team that's been 500, I think, 19 times this year. I'm not even exact. Mm-hmm. I think they've been 500 team 19 times. If they finish the season three games above, that's not, that's not nothing. Um, that could mean – I don't think it's seven seeds within reach anymore, but that could mean they're all the all the more closer to that. Um, and just be, I think it'd be a big feat for this team. Charlie, what were you gonna say? Yeah, obviously, like getting the eight over the nine is so much more of a big deal than getting the eight over the mm-hmm. seven. I mean, you know, home court in that game, great, whatever. But like having to just win one instead of two obviously makes all the difference. And one of the things working against them I mean we've seen it with San Antonio like I think every time we mention San Antonio we're like yeah they're gonna get ruined by their schedule and then they just have been like I (laughs) it's so (laughs) brutal for them the way it's been scheduled and you really only have Memphis to worry about and they kind of have a bit of an easy walk down the stretch so Mm -hmm. you really have to keep the pedal up to not you know have to really play from behind I think in that last game of the season because the way things are shaping up like you could be looking at that Sunday game as an extra play. And I mean, there's still a realistic scenario where those two teams are playing not only for the eight and the nine seed, like they, it would be the season series on the line. Like it brings a lot of th- different things into play in terms of the tiebreakers. And that's scary. I mean, that's a, that's a team that, you know, we know the Warriors can execute that, but obviously you want to get out ahead of that and put the pressure on this Grizzlies team to have to win games down the stretch to avoid, you know, being in the nine spot. Yeah, I mean, I think now that we're at the play and kind of getting there, um, like I think the eight seed is the biggest. That's the biggest thing they can get this year. Um, and like you said, um, far more important than getting to seven is getting to eight. Cause like you said, it's one win. And with the way the teams that might uh, end up at seven look right now, right now Steph's healthy. You know what I mean? He's as close to healthy as he'll be. Draymond's as close to healthy as he'll be. Uh, Wiggins is the definition of an Iron Man, and he's been playing out of his mind. Not to say out of his mind. He's been really good recently, I'll say. Really um, but um, – the the Warriors are set up to win a seven eight matchup uh, as well mm. as they will ever be, just because they are playing decently well and just because the teams next to them, which I think we'll talk about in a second, you know, um, aren't necessarily looking great. So I think one of the topics we we're going to hit today was just kind of who you guys think um, you personally want would like the Warriors to see if they do get into the eight seven matchup. I think there's most likely it'd be one of uh, Portland or LA. I think Dallas still has a chance to fall back down, but they played pretty well of late, and I think they played the. Magic today, I want to say. Um, I think so. One of those lower teams. Them. They did? Yeah, it was like 30-point game or something like that. Yeah. Maybe some right. money, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, one of those three teams, basically, would be L.A., Portland, or Dallas. Charlie, uh, you are – you're an expert on all things NBA, so if I'm missing a team there, uh, fill us <laughs> in, man. But uh, who do you guys want to see in that game if the Warriors finish up at that eight spot? I was in Portland, man. Um, I know LA has kind of been, uh, you know, just battling some injuries, but they've looked good, you know, even without um, 
uh, AD or not excuse me, AD LeBron. Um, they beat a Portland team that you know that is obviously they're fighting with, with that seating spot for. Um, so for them to come out without the LeBron James and uh, not to get that win, um, I, I think LA is still a pretty good team. But Portland, man, they 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 started out really hot and they just can't defend. And you know, there's Steph had 62 on them. So I'd, I'd much rather get a crack um, at Portland. Um, I think Warriors match up well against them. Um, we'll get another Steph Dame classic. Um, I think a Steph LeBron thing would be cool. Uh, but it's way more fun when it's down the line, you know, in a playoff series or something like that. So hopefully we can get that. Uh, but for one game, I think, you know, if we if we battle the Portland team who, you know, has struggled, like you said earlier, um, you know, it's just it's it's built for um, you know, another Steph beating Portland in a in a playoff situation. So um yeah, give me Portland, man. I, I want another sixty two piece. Yeah, Portland would be good in terms of the matchup sense. I think so much is going to come down with LA, obviously, to who's mm-hmm. on the four and who's not. I mean, I have no doubts of, you know, LeBron, AD being out there, but Dennis Schrader is going to be bumping right up against that line with COVID protocols. And, you know, who knows what's going on there. Um, I mean, they have just been, you know, sort of slumping right now. LeBron himself said, I'm not going to be 100% like for the rest of the season. I mean, you know how it is with ankle injuries sometimes, Mm -hmm. like it's just one until you can really fully rest on it for like a month, you know, I mean, he'll play through it and he'll still be LeBron James, but who knows what's going on there. And I think that makes it a pretty winnable matchup more than it Mm -hmm. would be earlier in the season. I mean, obviously, you know, like this Lakers team, when they were, when they were at full steam, they kind of handled the Warriors a couple of times, but Man, I I would I would treat that like my Super Bowl. Like uh that one mm-hmm. game, I don't care. Like <laughs> I just love I just love everything that goes into those matchups and you know, obviously, I mean Lakers Warriors, like that's just that's just gonna be fun as hell. Lakers and, Warriors, Steph LeBron, it's it's the NBA's fucking dream jackpot. So I mean yeah, that Indeed. is – it's simultaneously the league's, like, dream and also their worst nightmare because um, mm. if they have to imagine a playoff scenario without uh, – I mean, it's possible – LeBron that, James. Yeah, exactly. You know, if LeBron's on the playoffs, Adam Silver will fucking – he will shoot mm. the, the person to his left on the spot, man. It doesn't matter who it is. Well, uh, passing in the battalion, though, man. I, but, I feel like more people want to see Steph. I think Steph might be uh, – he might be the most uh, – recognizable face right now in the league, especially with what he's been doing. So I think for one well, round, we'll get a call. We'll get a couple calls our way this time. You know, who knows? Yeah. I don't know. God, I love it, man. But I think for, uh, for one <laughs> round, I think that'd be awesome. I don't know how far those, our Warriors are getting this year. That's a, that's a conversation related though. But um, I think if, if David Stern was the commissioner right now, honestly, the Warriors would be in the Western conference finals. Oh, like the easily, ratings man. Just, oh, <laughs> just watching Steph classics, David. man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd be getting you know, some trade to send. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, no, I think I get what both of y'all saying. Uh, I I think the Lakers are as vulnerable as ever, uh, but they've also kind of maintained the best defense in the league throughout this whole time, even though AD and Bron haven't been playing, which is you're, you're picking your poison, I guess, to a degree. I mean, again, they're the best defensive team in the league. And if those guys are playing, if AD is 90% healthy, LeBron's 85% healthy, I think that still helps, helps our defense a bit. Um, so you're looking at kind of picking your poison there. Portland is uh, quite literally the worst defense in the league. I think they're historically bad. Um, so I don't know. I, I Charlie, I know, has wanted this this uh, LeBron smoke for the last week or two. We talked in the locker room about it. I think it's bold. I think it's awesome, man. Um, 
I don't know something about LeBron James and a must win still freaks me out, but I think for yeah. the sake of entertainment, um, I'm not going to lie. I had a, I had a flight booked next Tuesday and I realized I was, that was a day to the play and I fucking changed that thing. As I called today. I was like, what am I doing, <laughs> man? This is, I'm not missing that thing. So and no chance. <laughs> um, I think for the sake, I think, I think I'd be more comfortable betting on Warriors Blazer series. Cause like you said, uh, I mean, if, if it's Dame CJ and uh, I mean, I like Norman Powell, he's a, he's a tough guy, but, that's not the kind of guy to give Steph trouble. You know, Steph, that's, that's, that's a game he'd be thrilled to just do the thing he did the other night against OKC again with. Um, so I'd rule Portland. I, I don't, that would no way, in no way be disappointed with uh, LeBron Steph playing game, especially uh, historically speaking, if Steph got LeBron in his first game, the Lakers got knocked out of the playoff in game two. Okay. Uh, or in that second playing game. I mean, I don't know what the Twitterverse would look like. It would be a, it'd be a momentous day in world history, man. Like that, that, that would break the internet. Like that, yeah. that should be insane. It'd be something it'd be, else. It'd be like the Treaty of Versailles, man. That, shit that might be, that might be the one scenario where the league gets rid of the playing tournament. If, Lebr- if LeBron James yeah. is knocked out, LeBron James gets stuck. Yeah, that might be the one. Where, <laughs> the one scenario. Yeah, man, LeBron's already changes. a little nervous too, man. LeBron's pretty nervous already, dude. You already saw you hear him talking about not wanting to play it or whatever. No, he so said more shit, than that, man. man. He said the person, the, the guy who made that shit the up. The guy get fired and some said. shit, yeah, man. Like he he doesn't <laughs> want it. So Steph, Steph wants it, man. So I think you know, give, give me entertainment wise, give me LeBron and Steph, dude. That shit would be. Oh yeah, no, it's it's it would be higher rating, a higher rated game than any finals game in the last four or five years, probably. Yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone's tuning in. Like the dudes from outside the woodwork who just like root for a guy instead of a team. Like they're they're coming in, they're watching that game. Like it would just be so delicious. <laughs> and I think we would all just have a blast with it. And yeah, I mean, I think when you look at the plan too, like there's so much that could have happened really like two days ago, and then you know Zion breaks his finger and. Yeah, you know, the Lakers just keep seem to getting bad news. Like, AD just had to, like, leave at halftime of the game. And, I mean, you know, shit can change. And hopefully they're the one. you know, the Warriors are the ones uh, staying on the good side of that. And, yeah, we got to keep, like, just keep things together this week in terms of health. I mean, hopefully, you know, like, back-to-back, adding a new, bo- a new couple bodies in will really help. So, keeping things tight, keeping this energy moving, just keeping that momentum going into the play-in is the most important thing. And, Hopefully a couple teams will do us a favor with Memphis along the way. Need those. Hopefully. Need those. Yeah, and like you said, Charlie, it is if you're going to catch the Lakers, it is this – it's it's May. May is the time to catch them in general. LeBron, like you said, the high ankle sprain is not a great injury. He's describing it like it's a, like a terminal illness. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's – it's now's the time to get him, man. And AD is not moving well, obviously. I think it's back spasms and ankle issues the other night. So, yeah, man. Uh, you know, again, no complaints either way. If they're in the eighth spot, I'm not going to lie. Uh, my – it might be Homer intuition, but my intuition is they get that seven spot, to be honest, and they uh, end up with uh, Utah or Phoenix. Utah again, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, that would uh, that would be a big deal too, depending on which team is waiting for us on the other side. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I've said this, I've said this a bunch, and I'll say it again. Like, if we're having to actually go up against a one or two seed team, which you have to. I don't want it to be the team that's led by Chris Paul. Like he's been waiting for this for so goddamn long. Yeah, like <laughs> this is his chance, man. Like we've, I feel like we've said it a few times. There's been a few years where Chris Paul's had a chance that 2018 year, but you know he's he's got a good team around, a good solid young team. Hopefully, he can uh, you know 
I mean, hopefully, if we see him, it'll be a fun, you know, another classic uh, Steph CP3 matchup. So, um, yeah. So I think next yeah. week we're gonna we're gonna hit on uh, Golden State's ideal first round matchup. I guess next week it, w- it won't be ideal. We'll just know who it is, um, and it'll be one of Phoenix or Utah. Uh, I guess. Do you guys have any rapid fire thoughts, real quick, on which of those teams you'd rather see uh, going in? Much rather see uh, Phoenix. I think just being young, not much, um, not much, uh, you know, experience playoff wise besides Chris Paul. Um, great opportunity for him. Um, I think I think we'd have a good shot being the Suns. Yeah, I mean, I think my feelings are well known. Like, I think Chris Paul's this is he's this is his quiet revenge season, and I, I you know I hear all those things on that end. But I mean, Booker's a killer. Aiden's been doing some pretty incredible things. Oh, hundred percent. You know, I just still have that gut feeling. Like, I don't think the Jazz can keep it going with all the threes, and you know, some of them don't fall over a seven game series. Things are a lot different. I go back either way. Yeah, either either way, I think there's two 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 good teams. Uh Utah, I mean Charlie, you kinda pointed out earlier, man, they're staying afloat without their two best guys right now, and it's not a coincidence. They have a lot of guys who can play. Um the Warriors, on the other hand, do not have a lot of guys who can play. So (laughs) not sure about that. Uh with uh with CP, yeah, the Suns are just rolling, man. They look really damn good. Uh I actually I think I don't know why I lean that way. I know Chris Paul is on he absolutely is on his revenge storm, man. He's he looks he looks damn good. Um, books look great. Like you said, Aiden's had some some wilt esque performances of late. If I've uh, seen some of those correctly, but uh, yeah, I think I do tend to roll Phoenix there just because the the depth factor. I think uh, just it seems like Utah's list of weapons just goes on and on and mm-hmm. on. Whereas Phoenix, I think, has some pretty exposable guys, and as well as Aiden's been playing, I think he is a guy who we might see a big drop off in the playoffs for what he's producing now. Um, and they have Dario Saric uh, as well, both of whom are guys I don't feel – I've got Draymond Green on my side. Neither of those guys make me feel like uh, we're threatened personally, you know. So I, I personally lean Phoenix a bit. I get why we're saying uh, – I get why you're saying Phoenix might be the one to dodge, Charlie, but it's not up to me. So Either way, two, two juicy first-round <laughs> matchups, man. Two juicy first-round matchups where I think we got a shot winning a series against either team, so – um, other than that, um, guys, it's been a, it's been a great, uh, great little pod. Um, got a lot of big week coming up. So, um, you know, let's, uh, let's, let's knock this one out and finish this, uh, finish the season out strong. Yeah. yeah guys. Some locker rooms. Yeah. yeah locker rooms, everything, man. And, uh, real quick, uh, follow us at Gantry's Clay Pod. Um, stay tuned. A lot of playoff basketball coming up. A lot of, a lot of big games. So a lot of content coming from us. So, uh, like, comment, subscribe. Peace. Peace, guys.